Welcome to St. Andrew. Together with Pastor Nick Gonzalez, I wish you the blessings of God in these days of great adversity, in the midst of which we gather for our midweek Lenten virtual service, giving thanks for the light that shines through the darkness, for the hope that does not disappoint us, and for the sacrificial love of God in the Lamb of God, who is with us always and wherever we are. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, a light no darkness can overcome. Stay with us, Lord, for it is evening and the day is almost over. Let your light scatter the darkness and illumine your church. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe. You led your people Israel by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Enlighten our darkness by the light of your Christ. May his word be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. For you are merciful and you love your whole creation. And we, your creatures, glorify you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
us pray. Let the incense of our repentant prayer ascend before you, O Lord, and let your loving kindness descend on us, that with purified minds we may sing your praises with the church on earth and the whole heavenly host, and may glorify you forever. Amen. I want to invite you to listen to some words of Martin Luther, written by him in the year 1526. But before you start yawning, let me just tell you that the first time I read this passage from Luther's works, my initial reaction was, wow, the more things change, the more they stay the same. That's because these words of Luther were written about his conduct during a period of time known as the Black Death or the Plague. And even though the plague isn't quite the same as the coronavirus pandemic, it's close enough. And I think that you'll find these words of Martin Luther to be extremely relevant, remarkably timely, and filled with faith. Here's what Luther wrote. God has created medicines and provided us with intelligence to guard and take care of the body so that we can live in good health and to act like a man who wants to help put out the burning city. For what else is the epidemic but a fire which instead of consuming wood and straw, spreads and devours life and body? Therefore, I will ask God mercifully to protect us. Then I shall fumigate, help purify the air, administer medicine, and take it. I shall avoid places and persons where my presence is not needed, in order not to become contaminated and thus perchance infect and pollute others and so cause their death as a result of my negligence. If God should wish to take me, he will surely find me and I have done what he has expected of me and so I am not responsible for either my own death or the death of others. If my neighbor needs me, however, I shall not avoid place or person but will go freely as stated above. See, this is such a God-fearing faith because it is neither brash nor foolhardy and does not tempt God. If the people in a city were to show themselves bold in their faith when a neighbor's need so demands and cautious when no emergency exists, and if everyone would help ward off contagion as best he can, then the death toll would indeed be moderate. But if some are too panicky and desert their neighbors in their plight, and if some are so foolish as not to take precautions but aggravate the contagion, then the devil has his heyday and many will die. On both counts, this is an offense to God and to man. On one hand, it is tempting God. On the other, it is bringing man into despair. I imagine that Martin Luther never used the term social distancing, although there's no doubt that he knew what it meant and yet he refused to abandon his neighbor. And so do we as ministers in our generation, although it's probably a lot easier for us given things like smartphones and computers and the networks that keep us connected, even though it is from a distance. But what makes Luther's words so beautiful is that they're filled with common sense. They respect the science of his day, and they're wrapped up in faith and in what God expects us to do which is, in the context of this pandemic, to keep our distance, but never to abandon our neighbor. This virtual worship service tonight is just one of the ways that we get to do that by the grace and the gifts of God. 
And we've been thinking and acting in other ways that are caring and careful as we minister as the people of God in our generation, in this moment in time. And as we do that here at St. Andrew, and as you do it from where you are, I also want to encourage you with the words of Jesus from the Gospel of Luke, when he said, the kingdom of God is within you. It's internal. It's spiritual. It's not physical or it's not external. But that's just what makes it so powerful because nothing can destroy it. Not a virus or a pandemic, not a plague, not social distancing, because nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, the Lamb of God, by whose cross you and I get to live as people of hope in times like this. I don't know who said it first, but I have heard that someone said, I never imagined that I would be giving up quite this much for Lent. But thanks to the words of Martin Luther, we know that we're not alone in this, and that this is by no means the first time something like this pandemic has happened in this world. We also give thanks that Luther's faith, by God's grace, has been passed down through the generations, so that this day, this night, we can give thanks for the light that shines through the darkness, for the hope that doesn't disappoint us, for the sacrificial love of the Lamb of God for you and me. As we minister and as we serve in ways that are caring and careful and wrapped up in faith, for the glory of God and the hope of an anxious world in the name of the one who makes all the difference. Amen.
O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you now and forevermore. Amen.